Hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the Back to Me podcast. And oh my gosh, this one is so good and juicy. We were talk. I was we. I was talking with Cassandra, and I'm going to butcher her last name, so I'm not going to try it. But um, we were talking about how calming your nervous system can really help in so many ways, and energetically and the what if your life could be as amazing as you want it to be and what would an awesome life look like and oh gosh it was just such a great conversation I don't want to ruin it for you have a listen and of course let me know what you think my enchanted friends I will talk to you soon Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is Heather, and I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, Back to Me, then you can take better care of others, and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way, and I am super happy that you're here. Hello, my friend. Welcome. How are you? I hope that you're having a most beautiful day. This is Heather. This is the Back to Me podcast. And yes, we get to talk to another awesome human being today. Hooray. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this conversation because, of course, I love enchantment, my friend, my enchantment life coach friend, Cassandra. (laughs) Cassandra, I don't even know how to say your last name. I forgot to ask you. Oh, that's okay. It's (laughs) It's Cherello or Charallo in Italian. Charallo, Charallo. I like it. Charello. I like it. Um, I like pretending that I can speak other languages. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Welcome. I'm so happy you could make it. And you're so coaching with Cass. Is that yes. right? Coaching with Cass. Coaching with Cass. Uh, Cash. Cash. No, Cass. Ooh. And, all right, enchantment. <laughs> um, can you tell us what an enchantment life coach is because this is my first enchantment life coach encounter Ooh, i love it this is why i call myself an enchantment life coach to be a little different um yeah i love the word enchantment because that's really what i want to help women do is feel good from the inside out and a lot of the women that i help are ones that are stuck in shoulds stuck in listening to everybody outside of themselves and finding themselves at a point in their life where they're like, wait, why have I been working this job for 15, 20 years? Or why have I been doing this thing that I hate? Or why can't, you know, I follow what I want to do from inside? And why am I prioritizing all these other things? And I really help them connect with themselves, with their body and activate their heart's desire right and that's what i call enchantment when we're following through on the things we really want to create i believe it is and it's so funny it sounds like you know it's like i you know wizard of oz magical harry potter thing it's like Mm -hmm. oh enchanting oh it's magic but really you like you don't have to be it can like i feel like it can be just a normal thing for you to actually have your heart's desire. Yeah. But in the beginning, I guess we have to feel like we can dive into that place of us that can have those daydreams and fan- 
fantasies, for lack of a better word. Right? Yeah, I love that you said the word magical because there's this quote from this book by Sharon Blackie that she wrote called Enchanted Life. And I haven't read it yet, but it, I just bought it and I found this quote online from her book and it's, it says, enchantment is not about magical thinking. It's about being present in the world. And that's really what I do with my clients. It's like in order to know what your heart desires, it's really about coming into the body and activating our sense of present awareness. Because what happens is we get stuck in these thinking, feeling loops that are keeping us in the past. And we're replaying the past over and over and over and over and over again. Right. And these patterns, you know, that keep us stuck. And every time we come back to the body, come back to the body, that's the practice that I teach my clients. We bring ourselves back into the power of presence, the power of what is here right now. Um, and through the body is where we can activate that sense of our inner knowingness. And that's, I guess, calming the nervous system. You, The yes. best way I know how to do that is through the body, right? Because yeah. your brain and your body are intimately connected. So if you... <laughs> It's easier to calm your body and have it calm your brain than I think to calm your brain and have it try to calm your body. Yeah, well, the thing is, I think when you're calming your brain, it's how I interpret that is more you're changing the thought. And so when we're only working with the level of the mind and we're trying to change one thought to another, I find it doesn't always really work when we're not in sync with what's going on inside of our internal selves. Right. Um, you can like say a new thought pattern over and over and over and over and over again, a million and one times. And I feel like when I started my journey of personal development and diving into this work, I was like obsessed with affirmations. Right. And, and then I'm like, why isn't this really working? <laughs> why isn't this really working? Because there's a glitch when we're not paying attention to the the signal from the inside, right? We're saying a thought and then we feel bad about it. It doesn't matter how much you can auto suggest at the level of the mind if the body isn't in alignment. And so the, we wanna sync up the, the mind and the thoughts with the body, but it needs to be in harmony. Right, mm -hmm. you can say all the mantras you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've done it, Yeah. like mantra, 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 mantra. But there is, there is that deep connection to you have to feel it, right? Feel it. Mm -hmm. And that's true, like you do that when you are, any, any visualizations, anything, anything, anything. So much research is showing you have to actually feel it to have it take root, take form, take flight, whatever, yeah. however, what do you want us to say that? And I guess that's part of your, so your practices are physical and yeah. meditative or? They're meditative. They're experiential, I would say, because they're going into the body and there's something happening, right, inside of us. And sometimes for some of my clients, it's like they don't know how they're feeling. They don't know what is going on because there's pain in the body and there's so much resistance to what that is. So some of the first things I do with people is simply teaching them to 
be with what is present in the body? Like, how can we come to a place of noticing it without needing to change it? And when we can just be with what is and be that observer, right? That's kind of the practice of any, usually meditation is meant for us to be in that witnessing and observation place. And it's the same thing like when we're going in, in the body and we're feeling something or there's pain or there's resistance. And the thing is often it's something that needs to be witnessed and hasn't been witnessed for so long. And so the emotion or pain becomes trapped. Like emotion is energy in motion. And so when we give it space and we say, oh, I'm feeling sadness. I'll never forget this one moment. I was feeling empty and I didn't even know that was the feeling I was feeling. Yeah. And it was so much resistance in my solar plexus and my stomach. And I was like, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? How am I feeling? Like, you know, and giving space for it to be witnessed. And it, this journey for myself, it's also taken me a long time to really uncover like, what is that feeling? You know, right. what is that? And when I when that day, uh, <laughs> when I was like, I'm feeling empty. It was like, as soon as I acknowledged that feeling within me, oh my gosh, there was like this lift. And all of a sudden, it just like kind of moved through me. And so, and within, you know, 15, 20 minutes, it had it just passed. And I was like, whoa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> whoa because that was the first time I had such a shift with just really like not knowing what it was but feeling this intense discomfort and it's like when we feel discomfort we want it to go away like you don't immediately want, yeah we're just like what can we do what pill can we take what thing can we you know ingest in us or, or drink or whatever to just like make it go away or social and, media distraction or distracting ourselves right. numbing it yeah and so I teach my clients that it's okay to just be with it and we don't always have to know what it is that's okay but the practice of being with it we learn more and more we discern what it is we understand a little bit more of our inside journey and then I was like oh I'm feeling empty. Oh my gosh, I understand why now I, I'm feeling empty. And it, it makes sense. And based on what I was going through during that time, and it right. just it, it like illuminated so much for me. And so when we can do that, it's really a beautiful experience to help. Yeah, to, to just find out what's going on from the right. inside. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to a it's a strange connection I'm going to make here, but a um, sexual health and pelvic pain coach a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about how your body, like you have an emotion that you don't want to look at, even if you're not aware of it or not, and you just push it somewhere. And we were, she was talking about pelvic pain and how some of it is just like, I was talking because I've taught yoga for over 19 years. It's like, because when you do yoga, sometimes it comes out when you're, doing pigeon, right? Stretching the hips and the emotion bubbles burst and come out. So she was talking about how you're pushing it and pushing it. And she said, at some point, it's going to come out. Um, and if you take that time to 
just be present for it as you were like just present for it you don't have to know where it came from just say oh that is there it's and I think it's interesting that you actually what you could actually feel it leave your body that's so amazing yeah oh I love that example thanks for sharing that it's yeah so relevant um, yeah I think the body is fascinating and when we can connect to it and understand there's so much that we store in ourselves and there's so much information right. from years and years that we have neglected to connect with and and you could even take it to you know because you're where your cells originally come from ancestry like there right. could just be multi-generational information that is trickled down and maybe it's time to mm. process it out right yeah absolutely so cool and i was thinking about um so calming the nervous system. I was thinking about med meditation. Yes, mm -hmm. my. So um, I remember I got my meditation facilitator a long time ago, and my meditation. Cool. Yeah, around around about the time I was started teaching yoga, and my teacher would always say, "Your thoughts are a parade. You're watching the parade. You don't have to join the parade." <laughs> mm, I love that. Right. I so it's that. like, can you step off of the float? and let it go with you or let it go by you. But I can also remember that, because um, emotion is, can be powerful, right? If it's tied in with thoughts. Yeah. Um, sometimes that's the hardest part to, to separate those two and step back from it. And I had this client one time who, um, now she, she had been in a car accident and she had a head injury. And so she mm. sometimes had a different way of thinking. I found her so, uplifting and interesting because she had such a fresh view of the world sometimes but one day she saw a doctor across the road that she was unhappy with and she said one of her hands started to make this fist and she was going to run across the road and hit him and her oh. other hand was holding it and she said I had all this anger I was so full of this anger I was angry I said you can have anger but you don't have to be anger and like it just somehow shifted it all for her it's like oh, I can somehow step out of it but it's like in that thankfully one side of her brain knew to, to stop her from going over and attacking what the doctor that's so that, that's that's like power and control and resilience and I really think that's that ability to like separate kind of like right. what we were saying earlier um, is that witnessing role that we come to in meditation where you can like separate yourself from the experience you're having right in the moment and be like that is not me i am right. not that and yeah not identifying and, with it and don't give yourself a hard time if you find mm -hmm. it challenging because oh, yeah. that's part of the process <laughs> yeah i i i think it's you know, like a million and one times where we can just keep coming back and it's training the monkey mind to sit still, right? And yeah. we're just training and training and training. And I think the more practice we do, the better we get. Like that example you gave, she had the capacity in that moment to not act on what she was feeling because she was able to separate it. And I right. think that that with more and more and more practice, we become that that 
we have the ability to control that, how we're responding and we're not reacting based on what we're feeling. Yeah, like you can have, because of the way we're built, you will have that initial, you'll feel that initial response because we are that, like evolution-wise, you're gonna have a response, but you don't have to keep, you don't have to jump on the, the bus with it, right? You can say, yeah. oh, look, look, there it goes. <laughs> so yeah. you can step out of it. But there's that split second where you have to do that step back yeah. and that does take practice. Oh my gosh. Holy, it's such a practice. And I'll, like I'll hear people, I can't, I can't, I can't meditate, I can't meditate, I can't sit still, it's boring, it's this, it's this, it's this, oh my mind, oh my mind. So sometimes I use the example because I used to run and um, I ran, at some point, I ran two marathons. Oh wow. But cool. when I started running, did I try to just run out the door and run a marathon? Right. No. no. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would have died. I started with like, I would run for half an hour. And even then I didn't run the whole time. I would like run a little bit and walk a little bit and run a little bit and walk a little bit until you start to build it up, right? So mm -hmm. I think of meditation as the same thing. Like when I started meditating, I've been meditating longer actually than I've been doing yoga, but mm. that's a whole different story. I don't know why I started with meditation. <laughs> so I I had a yoga therapist one point who said, you did it kind of backwards. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I like to jump in. But um, I could start, like, I could do, like, five minutes maybe because mm -hmm. I did have a very, I still have a very active mind. It jumps mm -hmm. all over the place. But when I sit, I've trained my mind now that when I sit on my cushion, it's like, oh, it's time to meditate. Yeah. Right. There's a Over. ritual there that you've yeah. created for yourself. And when I need it, mm -hmm. I can just say, okay, like I can call it forward when it's like, okay, something is spinning. It's let's pull it back and mm -hmm. I'm getting anxious. Let's pull it back. I'm, I'm feeling this. Let's pull it back. And yeah. I mean, is, am I perfect? Hell no. <laughs> but <laughs> But you've built a practice and I but think I, that's what it is. Like it, everything is a practice and you need to start somewhere and starting small is so meaningful, even just a few minutes a day to get into the habit, right? right. Like building the tiny habit around sitting with yourself. And I love the analogy you gave about the, what was it? Not not getting in the, the carnival. The parade. The parade. The parade. The parade. Yeah. The, the first time I ever did meditation myself, um, I went to a retreat center and I was like, how do you get your mind to stop thinking? Right. And I feel like that was the thing. It was like, that's what everybody thought meditation was stopping your thoughts. And the Buddhist monk was like, well, you're not stopping your thoughts. You're just watching them pass by like clouds. And I was like, whoa. And, and he was like, you're, you're coming to this place of observing and not engaging with it. And that just shifted my whole world on it. And, and I hear still a lot of people saying, you know, stopping your mind or stopping your thoughts. And I think that's where people get caught up. It's like, it's not about that. Keep coming back, keep coming back to the present moment. And that's where I find the body is the best tool to just totally. come back down. Um, there's so many different styles of meditation, like focusing on the breath, um, 
I like to come into the body and that's sort of the style that I teach my clients based on the work I do. And well, and I mean, I think it's kind of like how many styles of yoga there are. There's right. a lot of different practices of meditation because on different days, like even I'll practice different ones at different points in mm. life because I'm like, I feel like today I need a soham, which is a mantra. Or I feel like today I need to do a breath practice. Or so um, it's like the, all the different styles of yoga, they're there because everybody needs, actually everybody needs their own individual practice. But mm -hmm. let's not let's not go there right now. Um, <laughs> but even meditation, like you make That's it yours. Cool. You're not going to yeah. do it wrong. You can't do it wrong yeah there's nothing there's no wrong and the body is such a great way into it because we live mm -hmm. in it and yeah and it's got a lot to say if you're going to listen if you listen yeah. it'll tell you a lot of things and what i've found often for people who are very in their heads it's a whole different world if they start paying attention to their body oh yeah because sometimes oh, yeah. they don't know how to yeah well one of my clients that's that was is in my group you know, after the first class that we did, so I have a group course, she the next day was like feeling all these sensations in her body and pain. And she was like, oh, my God, is this going to make me feel my body more? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because you're going to get out of your head. And so it can be like a whole new terrain for people. Like, I guess that can be scary for some people if they've not paid attention to it. Mm -hmm. um, like, would she have thought that, is she going to be, like, did meditation cause my body to hurt? No. <laughs> right? It's always been there, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been there you the whole time. Well, and so I just retired from massage. I did 14 years as a massage therapist, and I oh. retired. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. I retired after 14 and a bit years at the end of 2022, December wow. 31st. And people would come in pain and they'd say, well, why does it hurt? And I would like, especially repetitive strain. Mm -hmm. It's like trying to help them to understand that it's been hurting the whole time. Mm -hmm. But in the one of the ways your body has to communicate with you is it doesn't have a language like it'll use pain and the less you listen to it the louder it's going to get mm -hmm. so when it hurts enough for you to notice that's it shouting mm -hmm. right that's and a good way to say it yeah mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean anything's wrong it doesn't mean you're wrong it doesn't it just means like oh i hadn't noticed this before mm -hmm. so i would when i was treating clients they would say oh my damn leg i'm like Oh, I love my leg. Yeah. Like, yeah. thank you, leg. Thank you for carrying me around. <laughs> Let's shift I that. love you. I honor you. I deeply respect and appreciate you. That's some of the language I share with right? my clients. Yeah. And I love, so your group program, you're using that to help people get into that space of being calm, like finding a, a practice for themselves to calm their nervous system so that they can so that they are just can be better throughout their day or are they trying to achieve something specific? Yeah, usually? so um, I have the three E's that are like the journey that I take people on to Enchanted Living. And 
what I go through in my course with the different practices. And so the first E is embrace. And this is similar to what I already shared about coming into the body, starting to embrace what you're feeling in the moment and not, not going into story about it. Just keep coming back. And we develop a sense of presence with what is happening. Um, also practicing being open to receive versus close because what happens is in life when when we want certain things or we're moving towards things that we say we want our body can naturally constrict or maybe we have our shoulders closed and our heart closes down um, and so teaching people to like open the body up and what it feels like to be in this space of more openness um, yeah, so embrace is the first E and then embody is the second one. So everything we do is about coming into the body, but there's a few foundational centers we work with. Um, one is the womb space or the lower dantian, which is in the center of the pelvic bowl, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Oh, yes. Yeah. Lots of dantian work. <laughs> yeah. And that's your point of power, really, your point of presence. It's like anytime you're thinking thoughts on things external to you your energy is going outside of yourself and as you bring it back into your lower abdomen over and over and over and over again you're bringing energy back into yourself and um i like to say or what my teacher taught me is that this is home in the body and so really teaching people to come back to this point over and over and over again and it's through a number of different embodiment practices where everything is really about how does it feel? What are we activating? Um, bringing that sense of power in the present, moving out of the conditioned past or fearful future that people can get stuck in. Um, and then the third E is thirty e, embrace embodiment. <laughs> Like, I need to know this. Darn I know. <laughs> Engagement? I'm just guessing. No, it's energize. Energize. Yeah, there's, that's a good word. But energize. Yeah, because as we keep coming back into the body, we learn what things are true to us. And when we're following things that we want, when we're saying yes to ourselves, when we're finding that what I call full body fuck yes, you know, when we're aligning ourselves to the things that we want in our heart, there's so much life force that arises in the body. And so that's the energized part. Like I help women really align to the things that they want right. and tune to a frequency that I call enchanted FM. So we can get stuck in gloomy FM right you can imagine do me yeah it's like doomsday or woe is me or you know and when i say fm because it's like we are listening to a radio station but we're thinking and feeling in whatever that radio station is playing and so yeah what what would you hear on gloomy fm do well all you gotta do is turn on the radio and you can hear it yeah <laughs> Turn, on the radio. <laughs> turn off Fox News or something and you'll hear, 
I mean, there's a reason I don't listen to mainstream media, right? right? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to tune into the gloomy FM. Yeah. I don't want to hear about this and this. And I know we were talking about Abraham before we came on. And, you know, Abraham is the more you keep rehashing and rehashing and rehashing what you don't want, you are creating a vision of what you do want, but you're staying stuck in the I don't want. Where stop fighting, stop fighting, and turn in the direction of what you do want and tune into Enchantment FM. Yeah. Right. And I want to say one thing before yeah. I share the other FM station, but just on what you said, it's so fascinating because, like, there was this woman I was chatting with the other night, and we, she was sharing a problem with me. And I said, well, what do you want out of the situation? And then she's like, well, I don't want this and I don't want that and I don't want this and I don't want that. And so I asked her again, okay, so what do you want? Again, she's like, I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want this. I don't want and then after a while, like, so I listen and I just, I said, I'm going to just bring this up again and I'm going to point out in a gentle way that I've asked you now three times and you haven't even told me what you wanted. And so that's the thing. We get stuck in gloomy FM because we're always focused on what we don't want. Right. And it sounds so simple, but it people, I don't even know if it's they don't know what they want or they're afraid to say what they want. Probably. Um, they, in the conversation I had with her, she said, well, what is even possible? And I said, well, what if anything was possible? What do you want? You know? And we can easily get in that tunnel vision of like i can't have it it's not possible and yeah this is the energize like how can i help you tune to your potential right enchanted fm um and then reality fm is the other one gloomy reality what's reality fm to you heather now <laughs> yeah. like this is right now this is the reality this is the space this is my pen yeah but that doesn't mean I can't tune into the enchantment. And often, people, people, will, often yeah. people won't let themselves imagine how much they could have. Exactly. So right. people who are stuck in reality is they're, in a, they're stuck in, in the inability to, to see the potential or to yeah. be in that space of something could change. It's like the groundhog day over and over and over right. again where they don't <laughs> think anything is going to change. And they're just basing their life on what they see in the reality or what they see on the news and everything is terrible and nothing or what excuse change. they gave right what excuses they have i can't because mm. this can't happen because this i yeah. can't change this because this absolutely yeah and they keep themselves really limited and there's a million becauses there's a million <laughs> yeah i like the yeah i like the but yeah yes that is that is reality right now. <laughs> mm. uh, and and it can change. And it can change. <laughs> and I'm choosing that way over there. And oh, I like that. Yeah. This is where I am right now. I'm on this thing right now. And I'm headed that way. Not mm -hmm. that way. Not back for people who are listening. Not back. I'm headed forward. Yeah. I and sometimes that. I trip and do a face plant and I go, oh, crap. Oh, time, yeah. Time to get up and dust off and go forward again. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I love that. I love that. My word, for, 20, yeah, mm -hmm. my word for 2023 is fun. 
Oh, I love fun. And yes, I I don't. It just came to me one day. I said, my my word is fun, and I've got it stuck behind my computer to say fun. Yes, fun. To remind me, this is my year of fun. So if I do feel I get caught caught in some drama, self it's it always self-imposed, mm. right? If I get caught in, and the drama is usually a story. That's I've something has happened. I've created a story around it, and it makes me, you know, a belief comes out of that. So I try to mm -hmm. stop it before that happens, mm -hmm. and I go, wait, this is the year of fun. So therefore, my story is. <laughs> nice. What a good right. way to shift that. Right. And you've and got to yeah, have your tools. You've got to have your tools, and I'd love to share one. Yeah. For people listening, yeah. you know, an easy way to move yourself out of gloomy FM or reality FM if you feel like you're stuck there, because I'm sure all of us listening, myself included, we I can get stuck there, right? And so the easiest way to tune to Enchanted FM is to say, wouldn't it be amazing if, wouldn't it be amazing if? Yes. <laughs> I feel like I say that and my energy just changes. I right? get so excited. And it, it changes the vibration of everything. When I was learning this with my teacher, finishing up my program, yeah. um, the embodiment training, I was in Colorado and I was with um, another Canadian girl who we were sharing rooms with. And we had spent like a chunk of that day really playing in wouldn't it be amazing if so we were really feeling the vibes and feeling so good and then that night we were at the hotel and we went into um we were like oh yeah we're so excited we're gonna go into the hot tub and we opened the door and we look and we have our bathing suits on and everything we're gonna walk into the room oh no the hot tub was like filled with five people and so we stopped at the door and we're both like oh no no and then she stops me at the door before we go in, we were like going to open it. And she's talking, she's like, wouldn't it be amazing if, and then we both went back and forth for a few minutes or maybe like one minute, wouldn't it be amazing if we got this, the hot tub all to ourselves? Wouldn't it be amazing if when we walk in there, everybody leaves and we can just enjoy ourselves together. And we were just saying back and forth a few times until we felt really good. And then we walk in. And Heather, <laughs> I can't even tell you how funny this is because it was just like magic, right? Like these moments are like, wow, this this stuff is real. Energy is real. And totally. as we, we shifted our energy, everything shifted to align to what we were at. So it was like, it was literally like we entered the room and this happened. We walked in and one girl stood up. Like I have chills as I say it. Then the next person stood up. As we were taking off our jackets, we took off our shoes and whatever, and like all four of them or five of them got up and then we went in and then they left and we got the whole space to ourselves. And we, right. we were both like, oh my God. <laughs> you just manifested in a hot tub. <laughs> it's such a simple example, but I feel like it shows the power of, we would have walked into that space being like, oh, now we're going to have to go into the pool and we don't get the hot tub or right. oh, maybe, you know, we won't stay as long or whatever. And it's it's so simple how easily we can get caught. We can get caught in one thought, then another and another and another. And so wouldn't it be amazing if use it for anything? Wouldn't I, it be amazing if we hit a million downloads? <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing if we hit a million downloads? <laughs> 
right? Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> that would be amazing. I, I feel really good about that for Yeah, us, that for would you. be so cool. <laughs> Wow. I'm down with that. I love podcasting. I love all these people if, who come. Yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing if this goes viral? Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't <laughs> it be amazing if you became a huge influencer and changed the world? Oh. I just, like, I'm letting that land. I can see you, like, taking it. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. yeah, my friends, dream big. Because wouldn't it be amazing mm -hmm. if your dreams did happen? Yeah. So and don't dream where, small. And this is where the power of what you feel is so important in aligning to the thought. And so, you know, I invite everybody who's listening based on what we just played with to play with this statement. And like, I'm reading this book, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he talks all Dr. about Joe. Dr. Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure lots of people listening know exactly who he is, but he like he was paralyzed from the waist down was told was never going to walk again and he transformed his life and he has countless stories in this book of people who were like i had cancer and all these diseases and this and that and it's using elevated emotions with an aligned thought to change the dna and the cells in our body as we as we change the body's environment this is epigenetics. It's changing the structure of the cell at a DNA level. And simply by being in elevated emotions for a few minutes a day, you know, so it's powerful, powerful stuff to change our, our life because we get stuck in those negative thought patterns that are providing our body and being in a negative space in a negative environment. And so it's not only the environment around us, it's the environment inside of our body. Right. I think the inside one is the most important it's one. It's the right? most important one. Yeah. And I actually used that, although I haven't read that book yet. Um, when I had my, I don't know if I told the podcast people this, when I had my stroke, um, yeah. I had, yeah, October 2021, October 29th, 2021, I had yeah. a stroke. And I had, a yeah, I had yeah. a dissection of my carotid artery, which means there was a tear in my carotid artery and the in the lining, and it had closed the artery off, and there was a blood clot there, which is what caused the stroke. Mm -hmm. So when I came out of the hospital, I was on blood thinners. I was in the hospital for four days. And for the first little while, I was fighting with the doctors. No, 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 I'm too healthy for a stroke. And then I went, Heather, stop being an idiot. <laughs> you had, they're doctors you've had a stroke just be cool i'm like okay i'm cool and it was talking about distraction it was a four-day retreat because nobody could visit me because <laughs> of covid and i yeah. couldn't see properly so i couldn't use social media oh wow so i was alone in a silent mm -hmm. retreat except mm -hmm. for getting my vitals checked every four hours but um so my every day my meditation because i knew where it was and i knew what it was every day i meditated i'm like I meditated, I was dissolving the blood clot, and I imagined my friend knits a lot. I was imagining her knitting and closing up the tear in oh, my wow. artery. And so I did this every, like twice a day I was doing this. Actually, I did a lot because I had to sleep a lot because the strokes are so tiring. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I had an MRI, probably four months later, my neurologist said, I can't even tell where it was. 
He said, wow. he said it's completely healed and it, there's nothing, there's nothing there. Wow. <laughs> so there's not even a scar of where it was torn. It was gone. It's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> what a miracle. Right. That, that's such a powerful story. Yeah. And I oh send, I send light to that area of my brain that got affected. Cause there's a couple little spots in my brain where the stroke happened. I'm like, no, they're fine. And I just light them up. So wow. it works, my friends. It works. It right? works. It works. And everything is energy, frequency, and vibration. So when yeah. you're sending positive light, when you're imagining being healed, like, wow, how powerful that is. Yeah, so awesome. So awesome. Yeah. And people can go and have a conversation with you, the Enchanted Chat. Yes. That's so good. <laughs> so I would love the chance to connect deeper with anybody listening or watching if you'd like to explore enchantment and have me hold space for you. And yeah, I call it a 30 minute enchanted chat. So you can go to enchantedchat.com and book your call. That's so And good. I'd love to meet any of you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's awesome. And your group programs are pretty much ongoing. They're ongoing. So work one-on-one -on -one oh yeah. Well. yeah yeah that's awesome mm -hmm. that's so i love talking with you cassandra it's me so too awesome. heather this we're is like a fun conversation we're on the same page we know what's totally, going on we're, totally. we're making we're making changes in the world yeah. but and, but before you go mm -hmm. do you have a final word of wisdom for our friends out here mm. yeah i would say to start small you know, take one little step. And if that means just meditating for five minutes or trying something for five minutes, even if it's the wouldn't it be amazing if, you know, maybe taking a sticker or post it and putting that somewhere, do something with what you learned today. Take one little habit or one step towards moving in that direction. Maybe that means just coming into your body for a few moments um, today and asking yourself, how do I feel? Right. Um, but something that you're inspired by, I'd love to have you try it and you can let me or Heather know <laughs> how that goes. And totally. Yeah. You can I also love. find me on Instagram at, at coaching with Cass. I, I love Instagram. Okay, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's my website as well. Coaching with Cass. So I'm going to put, so I'll have the websites on the show notes for the people who are driving and can't stop and write it down. Awesome. Don't crash your cars. Don't and <laughs> so we'll make sure it's all in the show notes so that you can grab all that information and have an enchanted chat, darn it, because life <laughs> is completely enchanting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I look out the window and I just, every day I say, wow, that tree is so amazing. Even though I see the same tree every day, it's like, wow, so cool. Life is so amazing, my friends. Yes, it is, Heather. You are in Enchanted FM when when you're seeing that, right? The I totally am. And awe of life. This is yeah. this is how we can reframe how we show up every day and see things differently. So yeah, and thank if you, you can't find your Enchanted FM, just call, just call us. Okay. Call, call us. us. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. It thank was so great you. talking with you. It's honestly my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm Thank so you. grateful to be here with you. Thanks. Yeah. My friends in podcast land, what if you could actually get whatever you wanted? 
Take care. I will talk to you next time. Hi, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you found it useful and you're like me and you like like helping others, please feel free to share this. Give it a like. Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help you can email me at heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com if you want more of this awesome content you can follow me on instagram heather stewart coaching you can follow me on facebook prosperity flow coaching and I have a personal request I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts and if you could give me a review hopefully a good one (laughs) if you could share if you could send this out into the world I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day and I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend.